0: Hey everyone, uh, so I wanted to start today's show reading a post from Dr. Jill Krista. I was scrolling through my feed and I saw this post come up and when I saw it, it just it just made me think about how important it is to understand who is delivering the information that you're consuming. Does that make sense? So um, what I'm gonna do first is I'm gonna read this. I'm just gonna read this post that she put and then just have a quick little chat. Um, so here we go. What exactly are we binding? I've noticed that the discussion on binders for mold treatment is getting very complicated. As cool as it is to know which binder binds a specific mycotoxin, we need to first be clear what we're binding. Most of the studies on specific binder mycotoxin combinations are done for animal feed. If you've been affected by a water-damaged building, mycotoxins are not loose in your intestines waiting to be bound. They have been absorbed through respiratory passages and skin into the bloodstream, where they can be delivered to the liver to be packaged up in bile. So the mycotoxin-carrying bile travels through the intestines to be pooped out if caught by a binder. So we're really binding bile. What binds bile? should be your question, unless you're eating animal feed. All right, so we're gonna pause there. So what's cool about this is that we all think when we start doing research about um, you know, what binders are gonna work for what mycotoxins, what, what Dr. Chris is saying is that you have to understand where the research is, is coming from and what it's targeted toward. And what happens a lot in social media groups and Facebook groups and where we're looking for stuff, we just kind of grasp on to information that we see and we don't really understand where it's coming from right? So what she's saying here is that it doesn't necessarily matter what binder is good for otratoxin A or, you know, aflatoxin or whatever, because those studies are built around eating mycotoxins. But the reality is that when you're in a water damaged building, most of your impact is not from eating mycotoxins. It's from breathing it and from it absorbing into your skin. And if that's happening, then the process of how it moves through your body is completely different. So when we're looking for binders, we need to be getting something that's specific for that uh, for that function of how it's moving through your body. Right. Isn't that super cool? Like, I thought this was awesome. And I just uh, I just think it's a really cool Um, little snippet to help us understand that we have to be really careful about where we're getting our information and who's giving it to us, you know? Um, we live in this awesome, awesome time where we can share our thoughts and, and post what we've learned. And it's not that anyone's doing anything maliciously or anything like that, because I don't think that's what it is. It's we're kind of like documenting our journey as we go. Right. We're hoping that other people can learn as we follow. The challenge is who's giving you that information. Right. And where did they get it from and how did they obtain it? And and in turn what is truly the value of that information right so if i'm in a facebook group and i even see this in in other like medical groups that i'm in and and, and even some of the other doctors are asking hey what binder works for uh, insert mycotoxin right and you know you know so it's not just uh It's not just you guys out there. It's even the medical community. We're all learning this together, right? This is why Dr. Krista actually teaches doctors how to handle this stuff. And this is why whenever, um, you know, somebody asks me like medical body questions, the first thing I tell them is that I'm not a doctor. Um you know, I pick up some things here or there, but the reality is that you should be talking to somebody who really knows this stuff and somebody who actually teaches the other doctors how to do this stuff and so I always refer them to dr. Jill Krista. I refer them to her book called Break the mold, which is an amazing book it's uh it's my favorite uh, mold book. I think everything's like packaged very easily in there um, and it's kind of easy to understand how all this stuff works so um yeah i mean i th- I think that's really what I want to get across here so, so Always ask yourself the question when you're looking at somebody posting something in Facebook, like how how easily can I take this as truth? Right. Like, again, they might not be like misleading anyone on purpose, but the reality is, is that. Um, you know, information is only as good as the source that it came from. And just because it's readily accessible and easily find and easy to find doesn't mean that it's necessarily correct. And so the idea of binding mycotoxins that Dr. Jill Krista talks about in this post that she posted... What is this? On June 1st, it looks like it went out at 1.50 p.m. So if you're looking for it, that's where it is. I saw it on Facebook. I'm sure it's on Instagram too. Um, She also has a whole video here where she talks about it. So you can learn a little more from that video too. But just that little designation between mycotoxins we eat versus mycotoxins we breathe and absorb and how it moves through our body completely changes the process of how you try to bind them out of your body, right? Like That's exactly what she's saying. I think it's amazing. I think understanding where your information comes from is amazing. And so um, you know, for the health side of stuff, she's putting out a lot of good information. I would check out her book, uh, break the mold, follow her on Instagram and stuff. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so that is the first thing I want to share with you today. Um, with this in mind, I'm going to go into the next piece of what I wanted to talk about. And that's, it, it, it's related. It's who is giving you their input and their information and instead of understanding their education and kind of where they got the information and their experience and all that stuff, which is what I just talked about, instead, it's understanding what their intentions are, what their motivations are, why are they giving you that information, right? So this is this is a great example that I use with clients when they're looking like to buy or rent a new home and they're working with a realtor, okay? So the realtor... Is working with you because they're trying to get their commission on the sale or the rental, right? That's that's their goal. So their whole purpose in their business is to move properties to get their commissions. Okay. So when you're working with someone like that, which is fine by the way, there's nothing wrong with that, right? Like everyone's out there to they have a business, they're doing their thing. There's nothing wrong with that. And again, I don't think that anyone's doing anything maliciously. Very rarely do I think that's happening, but what I think is that understanding people's motivations and why they're telling you what they're telling you and, and it is important. Right. And the same for me, like think about what my motivations are. Right. So, um, you know, think about anyone here, your doctor, what's their motivation? How does it work for your doctor? their motivation is they want to help you get healthy because why? Because you are their patient and they want to grow their practice and if they're successful with you, then you might refer somebody to them, right? And I'm sure that there's altruistic reasons as well. They obviously want to help people. It's, you know, it's part of the whole thing, but ultimately if we just look at everything from a business perspective, it's growing the business, right? That's why, you know, that's why a lot of us do what we do. From my end, so let's evaluate where my point of view and my perspective is. I want to help you guys, Figure out what's going on in your homes. And why do I want to do that? Because I have a couple different business outlets that are all focused on helping you guys. And so if I'm able to provide value and give you that information that's able to help you find hidden mold, understand how to remediate it, uh, you know, all that stuff that goes along with it, then you're going to share your experience that you have with me with other people. I don't do remediation. So that's another piece of this equation. It's no different to me if I go into your house and I find a whole bunch of stuff or I find nothing because it has no impact on me. Right. So that's another thing. Like that's a piece of my uh, motivation coming in. Companies that do remediation and inspections, you have to think, well, they also do remediation and they make money off of that piece. So uh, if that's happening, then are they really are they over tell, like overselling what the problems are so they could increase the bid of their remediation job right so I want to challenge you guys to think of the true motivations behind people and why they're giving you the information they're giving you so let 's get back to the real estate agent because uh we'll kind of tie this story up um you know they they want to move their properties they want to make their commissions right. And the thing is, is that real estate agents are not typically very educated on the the hypersensitive mold community. It's just not a thing for them. They've kind of been brought up in this world where, you know... There's water damage in homes, it's a normal thing. Their whole process is about selling the home and the dream and not necessarily really trying to focus on little things about the home that might make you not want it because if they guide you down that path, then you're probably not gonna buy it and they're not gonna get their commission, they're not gonna be able to pay their rent, feed their family, all that stuff, right? So we have to understand where their heads are at. And again, it's not because they're doing it on purpose, but it's because that's, that's their purpose in life. So um, a lot of times I'll do an inspection for a home after somebody has recently bought it and they'll say, I can't believe that my real estate agent didn't bring this up to me or didn't tell me this. And uh, partially, I don't think they know all the time, in fairness, but other times I do think that they downplay some stuff and I think they downplay it because they don't wanna lose their commission. I will tell you that almost almost every real estate agent I've ever met as, as a mold uh, expert coming in to look at a home for one of my clients, absolutely hates me. And the reason they hate me is because I end up moving my client through four or five, six different houses before they find one that could be suitable for them. And I keep killing the commission on the deal that they have under contract when I come in to do the inspection. And it's not against the real estate agent. It's me looking out for my client, right? And making sure they're going to be in a, a place that's healthy for them. But my intention is different from their intention. And because of that, there's, there becomes a conflict because our intentions are different, right? So it's a, a big roundabout way of me talking for a while about just evaluate where you're getting your information, right? Like I could go to a bunch of Facebook groups and see what, you know, kind of the, you know, the people that are, that are suffering and dealing with this stuff, what, what's working for them, what they think's working, what's not working, all that. And, and maybe I can get some valuable information out of that. Or I could go to the expert like Dr. Jill Krista and actually learn the the truth kind of behind all this stuff works and then make my decisions off of that. It's the same concept as like getting a, a finance manager or a finance professional to help you understand how to invest your money. You're not an expert in stocks. You're not an expert in cryptocurrency. You're not an expert in all this stuff. So what you do is you find an expert who you trust, right? Not everybody is equal. You gotta find someone that you're comfortable and that you trust, but you find an expert, you let them advise you, and then you make your decisions based on their advice. What we're doing by going into all these Facebook groups and kind of taking everyone's word as gold is the same as us talking to you know a friend at the family barbecue who has a hot tip on a stock and just taking him at a hundred percent of his word thinking that he knows everything that he's talking about putting a hundred thousand dollars into that stock and losing it two weeks later that is the equivalent of what we're doing by going into facebook groups and taking everything at face value okay so you know, find the experts. Surround yourself with the people that you trust. It doesn't have to be me. It doesn't have to be Dr. Jill Krista. It could be whoever you trust, right? But find people that you trust, understand their motivations of why they're sharing things with you, and then make decisions based on you know your your interpretation of what they're sharing and what's best for you. All right, guys. So that's what I wanted to share with you guys today. Thanks so much for listening. I'm on my way to pull into an appointment right now. If I see anything interesting, um, I may throw a video up on the Instagram feed at Mold Masterclass. Just to let you know, I know that I did ask for questions to be answered uh, on the podcast this week. Um, I have all of them. Thank you. I got submitted a bunch of them. Um, A lot of them were around a similar concept about um, what to use to clean Uh, mold from contents. So with that, I'm actually creating a little surprise for you guys um, that we'll be able to share a little of that information. Until that's done, I'm going to get back up on the pod probably maybe tomorrow day after i'll I'll try to do another uh maybe one or two episodes this week and uh definitely we're gonna go through some of those questions that were submitted because i promised you i would and then maybe i will find uh another topic that i think might be relevant for everyone to uh uh, you know to to soak in so thanks everyone today is a tuesday i hope you're having a good week and we will talk to you soon